Grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Evan Wickham, and I am one of the pastors at Park Hill Church here in San Diego. And this is the audio guide for our bread practice. We record these every month for the first week of the month to help equip you to practice bread on your own throughout the rest of the year. Bread is an acronym that stands for Breathe, Read, Encounter, Apply, and Devote. And it's a modern take on an ancient practice called Lectio Divina, which simply means divine reading. We don't read the Bible only for information or even for motivation to be better people, but we come to the scriptures primarily for union and loving relationship with the living God. And that's what bread and Lectio Divina is all about, connecting with the living God. Paul in 1 Corinthians 2 talks about Christians as people who have the mind of Christ. We're connected to the mind of Jesus through the Spirit. And so that's the Spirit we come to bread with. So as we begin this practice, you'll want a Bible, a journal, and a pen with you. And this is an invitation for us to become present to the voice of the Spirit. So uh, try to find a distraction-free space that's quiet. And as we begin, uh, we start with B, breathe. Maybe put your feet on the ground and your palms up in a posture of openness and receptivity to the God who wants to speak. And just say, Holy Spirit, come and breathe. Deep breath in. Become aware of your surroundings. And then breathe out and say, thank you, Jesus. Or whatever prayer of gratitude comes to your heart. Let's just stay in this place for a few more moments together. finish this time of breathing by just breathing out this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. This is famously called the Jesus Prayer. Let's do it a couple more times. Just breathe in, then breathe out. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Once more. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, sinner. And just like we read in Hebrews earlier this week, he does have mercy for us. His throne is a throne of grace. So let's come to the scriptures now, knowing that that's where he's seated. Our reading is from Hebrews 8, so be sure to write down a verse or a word that jumps out to you. We'll reflect on it later. Hebrews 8. Now, the main point of what we're saying is this. We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven and who serves in the sanctuary, the true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not by a mere human being. 
Every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices, and so it was necessary for this one also to have something to offer. If he were on earth, he would not be a priest, for there are already priests who offer gifts prescribed by the law. They serve at a sanctuary that is a copy and a shadow of what is in heaven. This is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. See to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is mediator is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. For if there had been nothing wrong with that first covenant, no place would have been sought for another. But God found fault with the people and said, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they did not remain faithful to my covenant. And I turned away from them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. This is the word of the Lord. If you haven't yet, take a moment to write down the word or verse that stood out to you as we read. And now we come to E, encounter. Ask the Holy Spirit to highlight what he wants to say through your chosen verse. How might God be demonstrating his love for you? What do you realize about Jesus, maybe for the first time in a long time? What do you realize about yourself in light of Jesus' love for you? Maybe it's this simple question. How are you feeling right now? Spend the next few moments writing it down, whatever it is, in the encounter section of your journal. Now we move to A, apply. With the eyes of our heart turned from the inside to the outside now, write down what God might be stirring you to do. Are there any relationships God wants you to bring his love into today? What area of your life does God want to meet you in? Maybe it's something he wants to transform. What's one way you can apply this to your day? Take a moment, write it down.
Finally, we come to D, devote. Write down a prayer of devotion to God. Remember, this is all for union with the living God. Not just info or motivation, but loving union in relationship with the God who loves you and comes to you right now. Commit to abiding in his presence and close with a prayer of gratitude. Go ahead and write it down. so much for spending this practice with me today. Tomorrow we continue with the Sabbath psalm. Hope you can join me for that. Grace and peace to you. May the Lord bless and keep you.